0: Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. Special guest on the program today, Ann Hedinger, talking about healing a wounded heart.
1: Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch.
3: They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at
4: 334-7300. Thanks, Mike. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Ms. Kathy, and we're so thrilled to be here today. I am Evelyn Davison.
5: And this is Kathy in DeBrock. And we're so glad to have you with us today on Love Talk And we're uh, going to be talking today about God's passion, connecting and choosing godly leaders. That's going to be straight out of praying and praising across Texas. And we have a special guest for you this morning. We're excited to get to her. She is on the line. We'll get to her in just a minute. Evelyn, the week
4: been? It has been a huge week for you. Well, it's it's going well. And I'm going to try not to talk a lot today because my surgery went really well. The doctor was pleased. Uh, They... It was much more intensive than they thought. But um, we we are just thrilled because for the first time in over a year, I didn't wake up with a headache tonight. Oh, and,
5: we are so thankful for it, that.
4: Yeah, and it's, um, you know, it's not something that's going to go away. It's um, I have a fungus, and it's got about four different names in my head. and um, But, you know, the Lord Jesus knows uh, what it is, and he's taken care of it. And so we're just praying for that. Um, Holy Zapper to take it away and let us get on with our life and do those things the Lord has called us to do.
5: Well, not many people can go and have brain surgery and be back <laughs> in the studio the same week. We're really thankful, and we love it that Van, your guy, is right there by your side. And um, I got to talk with him. He called me Monday after after everything, and we had a really nice talk. And, boy, he just loves you so much. Well,
4: he's really special. And, you know, you just – and I've had him, let's see, 60 six years now. <laughs> so,
5: well, I, it, I would let him hang around for 66 yeah, yeah. years. He's kind of a, you know, you talk about you are a, a ray of sunshine. You know, he's just, I think, like a, a sand beach. So you just enjoy taking a walk along.
4: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, we are excited about where we are here on Love Talk. And what we're doing, uh, Kathy, to promote the right that we have to go to the public places of life Mm -hmm. and address the needs that we have not only to our government and we're going to talk a lot about that today but to the Lord Jesus Christ who is our rope of hope and that's what's in the the um this week was one of those a days is in praise and praying across Texas, and that's what we're praying is that he is our rope of hope, and we're hanging on.
5: And, you know, we talk uh, about praying and praising across Texas, and, and um, you know, our listening friends who listen regularly, they're going to know yeah. exactly what we're talking about, and you're joining us today on The Bridge Love Talk. We want to just uh, bring you up to date on that. Praying and Praising Across Texas is a book that, Evelyn, you worked on with uh, nine leaders last fall, and, you know, leaders in prayer, uh, Christian leaders throughout the state of Texas, some in uh, public policy. We're going to be talking with one of those in a few minutes and uh, put together this book to help individuals engage in prayer for the state of Texas and for our nation. And I love the way that you have set it up, that in those introductory chapters, you talk about prayer and what it is and the importance of it and why we're called excuse me, call to pray for our leaders and um, how prayer draws us into that personal relationship with God. And then you actually start on day one, um, bringing everybody together to begin praying for 49 days, seven days a week, seven minutes a day for seven weeks, and then going back after you've had those seven weeks of prayer and have seven weeks of just praise. And, you know, I love it. We get people calling and saying, how do I get my hands on this book? I want want my entire church to do this book, or I want my women's Bible study to do this book. And uh, it's so easy. I mean, obviously, you can go to Amazon. You can download it on Kindle. Or if you want a discounted price, you can go to ndpaustin.org. That's uh, nationaldailyprayer.org. And uh, you can get a, a book there, get a case of books there. You can all also call us on on the love line and get your hands on that. Well, um, so that's praying and praise Across Cross Texas. We're going to be talking with one of the authors today. Uh, her name is Anne Headinger. I'm so excited. You introduced me to Anne at the Governor's
4: Prayer Breakfast a yeah. couple of years ago. She is a really special lady, and she well, during the last legislative session when. The move-on people came into Austin and just literally shut down our government. Uh, Anne picked up that stick immediately, that voice that she had, and began to help put together. And you and I and Cindy Vana did 40 hours of television during that time. And planned the major rally that we had when Mike Huckabee came to town. So, and she's got a big event coming up. You're going to be part of that, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that a little bit today, too.
5: Well, this is one of the things I love about these leaders that you brought together for this book is that they are not, uh, about politics. They're not all about politics. They're not all about, uh, you know, calling people in to do Mm -hmm. their agenda. They're about connecting godly leaders, about connecting people. They're about God's passion and and the passion that God's given them. They're stepping forward and taking a stand in that. Well, I think we're about to go ahead and introduce uh, Anne, if we can get her on the line, Mike. Um, well, Anne is the co-author, as we are saying, of Evelyn's new book, Praying and Praising Across Texas. She is the Texas State Director for Concerned Women for America and Public Policy Director for the Preservation of American Ideals. Anne, it is so good to have you with us today.
6: Thank you. It is wonderful to be here. I appreciate you have, having uh, given me the opportunity to be with you.
4: Well, you're a major part of all this ish- all of this um, initiative that we have going on, Ann, and I know we're going to talk about some of the things that you're going to be doing in the next uh, month. But let's just get a little background on you. Uh, I know you so well, and so many of our friends do, and you are a very, very gifted uh, woman, uh, a leader in Texas. And But I know your heart uh, not, is not only for Texas, but really is for the plan of the Lord Jesus. Uh, When did you first begin to realize the Lord had a plan for your life?
6: Well, Evelyn, I was one of the fortunate ones. I grew up in a home that honored the Lord Jesus. And uh, they took me to church from the time I was in Cradle Row in a Baptist church. When I was about 15, I felt like the Lord was calling me to Full time service. You know, that's the way they did in those days. And, and so I didn't know what he wanted me to do, but I just said yes to the Lord, that I would be willing to be a full time servant of his. And you know, something, I came to understand that all of his children, every single one of us, Are called a full-time service. You know that service changes as he changes as he educates you, and and that's kind of what happened to me. I went to Baylor on a music scholarship, and I started out in that way. Then I I got married, and then we moved to Houston, and I got a degree in education. And then I I taught public school, and then I was on the staff of several churches in the field of education, working with the uh, preschool was my last job, uh, teaching. 640 little preschoolers <laughs> are providing for their education and all in church. And, and and then when God had me at just the right spot, uh-huh. then he gave me a leadership role with Concern Women for America, which as I look back now, I kind of think, you know, I can see now in his hand that that's what he was doing all along. I just didn't know it.
4: Uh-huh. Well, that's the way he does. Is he reveals it just as your steps start moving toward him and toward the cross well right. tell us a little bit first of all about concerned women for america and what a day in your life is like today
6: well concerned women for america started about 35 years ago mrs Lahey started it she was a pastor's wife in southern california and the equal rights uh, Act came along about that time, and, and God gave her insight into how horrible that would be. And, of course, we know that it passed uh, in the Senate and the House of Representatives in the United States Congress, and they put it out to the people to make it a constitutional amendment, and Mrs. LaHaye went to work. And uh, through the, the work of her organizations and others like her, it was defeated. The 37th state did not uh, confirm uh, that uh, equal Rights Amendment. That's how CWA got its start and she worked with women. Uh, in fact, the way it got its name, uh, she wanted to have a rally in a in a movie theater and she went to the movie theater and asked them to use the theater and they said, ma'am, we can't rent this theater to you because your group doesn't have a name. So she and her friends <laughs> went across the street, had a cup of coffee, said, what shall we call ourselves? And they said, Concern Women for America. They went back across the street, rented the theater, had twelve hundred there mm-hmm. to talk about the Equal Rights Amendment. That's the way CWA was born. And right. so I've had the privilege of working with CWA for about the last twenty-one years, and, and uh, it's been a source of joy in my life and and fulfillment. And, and I just I, I tell everybody that's the group. It says exactly what I believe.
4: You know that is so true, uh, Anne. Uh, Dr. LaHaye and Beth were our pastors when we lived in California, at the first Southern Baptist Church in California, and mm-hmm. we followed her. Uh, you know, so many and him, of course. He's such a great author, uh, and this is something that really began to change our nation. I remember so well uh, during that time when it was such a big, uh, big thing. Uh, Because women were not in really powerful places of leadership at that time, is that right? They were not.
5: And and I have a question for you. You know, I think a lot of us, when we are, you know, going to our jobs and washing dishes and taking care of the kids and we hear this, <laughs> oh, it's an equal rights amendment. Okay, fine, fine. That 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 sounds all good. I don't know exactly what impact that has on my life. I don't know why I should be interested or involved. And why is it that when we talk about these constitutional amendments, how is it that that does impact everyone, that, that you know, their ears should perk up, that they should be concerned about those amendments?
6: Well, those things they modify the culture, and 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 then what they say becomes law. becomes For example, coming up, we have the uh, the same sex marriage issue that will be decided in this current uh, copy in, in this court, court court that is meeting in Washington D.C. and they will decide whether or not across the United States in every state even if we have our own constitutional amendment that says not. In every state, same-sex marriage will be the law of the land. So we have even now people jumping the gun on what they believe will be the decision, and they're acting upon that. That changes where you go when, when you take your little child into a certain, uh, uh, into a certain uh, business or something like that. It changes what your little child is going to perceive as what the culture approves. So, yes, uh, you know, it may seem remote because it's in Washington, D.C., and it's at a high court level. But, yes, it is going to affect you and what you do.
4: Now. We know that, Anne, and we've, we've experienced that here in Texas, as you well know, in the Houston here and later in the Plano area. It is time for us to take our break. I'll us you, that, Kathy, and we come back.
5: When we come back, we're going to hear a little bit more about these changes to the law of the land, how it modifies culture, and how it impacts you sitting there in your car getting ready to go to work today. We look forward to uh, talking with you more on this, talking with Ann. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: road call 444-5555 that's 444-5555 ellison lazar fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch
7: or www.timsmithlandscaping.com
0: You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Endebrock here at The Bridge 1120 AM Today's Christian Talk
5: and welcome back. This is Kathy Endebrock. So glad to have you with us today. We are talking with Ann Hedinger with Concerned Women for America and the Public Policy Director for the Preservation of American Ideals. We are talking about God's passion for connection and choosing godly leaders. And Ann, in our first segment, you were talking to us about the background of Concerned Women for America. You tell us a little bit about yourself growing up in just a really godly household with strong ideals going to, 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 to church from the time you were just in a, you know, probably a little where your mom was carrying you because you couldn't walk. And at 15, really feeling a call towards full-time service. And, you know, coming to realize over your life that every Christian, that God calls them to full-time service. And I love what you said when you were talking about uh, getting your degree at Baylor being in music there, getting a degree in education, teaching preschoolers, and having an opportunity then to move into a role with conserved, Concerned Women for America, and just seeing how God had used every single step along the way to bring you towards that point in your life. I think he's, he's so good. He's so sweet. He uses everything and wastes nothing. And you, you talked to us about the Equal Rights Amendment, and we raised the question of how Amendments. Why do, would they make a difference? And you said they modify the culture and they change the law of the land. That, that, that's huge for me. So where we're at right now, I know that you have a great passion for women. And, and talk to me about where we're at right now in the United States with this public policy and how that's affecting women and how your passion for women is driving you as you get up each day.
6: Well, let me just tell you. Uh, Ephesians 4 1, and, and I just was reading this this morning. Uh, 4 1 says, I therefore, prisoner of the Lord, and this was Paul, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you've been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another and love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace, and skip on down to 7. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift you know it's it's my passion i think to help each one of our young women uh, walk worthy of the calling with which god has given now i'm from a very large family and uh and the fourth generation now is the young mothers these are the young mothers and we have eight or nine of these young women and they are all in stages of of having very young children Uh, one of my great-grandchildren is still in the womb And will be born sometime in june but um they they all have four or five children and and i I see how they are um struggling first of all culture tells them that if you're a homemaker at home you don't have a career well you have chosen kind of the less challenging role in life and i can tell you one of these young uh, women one of my nieces has five little uh, children and they're almost all preschoolers that a challenge to me, so I don't see how that they can say not a challenging career you know, wife, mother, home nurse, uh, taxi driver, whatever else. And another thing is, I see is that these young women are struggling to protect their families from this horrible, horrible cultural decline. Now, let me just tell you what happened just a few days ago. Fifty Shades of Gray is a new movie that's out that's coming out. I'm I not sure when it's coming out, but. Target has opted to sell the sex toys that are uh, that are put out as a part of the promotion for 50 Shades of Grey.
5: Oh, my gosh. And
6: it's right there with the children's toothbrushes. Yes. And oh, my I, that gosh. And I know it's happening because it's happening right down the street from me where there's a Target store because they have pictures of it. So, you know, these young women are struggling. You know, they're going to take their little child in there to buy a new toothbrush, and guess what's right next to it? is this thing that so they're struggling really hard to protect their women their their children their families from this kind of horrible horrible cultural decline and then they're struggling with time because uh, because this culture has said that children have to play soccer well if you've got five children and they're going to soccer games you're going to be pretty much on the go uh if you're you know if they're all in some sort of a tumbling class or gymnastics class, and you've got all of these children, they've all got to go to all these different places. They're struggling with the horrible demands of time, and it takes time for mothers. I know my mother would take, when I was learning to play the piano, and I need to practice, I was one of seven children. She took her ironing board to the end of the piano and up her ironing board there that's where she did the family ironing while her children practiced the piano one after another well these young women are struggling because it's not the end of not the piano it's the, the soccer field or the or the gym, uh, gymnastics gym or someplace they're struggling with that having time to sit down with their children and teach them god's word and to put into them now some of my nieces are doing homeschooling and some of them are to, Putting their children in public school, but no matter where they are, it's still the parents' responsibility, and primarily it falls on the shoulders of the mother to to put the word of God into each one of these mm-hmm. children. Now, dads are very important in that thing. I'm not trying to downplay that because dads need to know the word; they need to be teaching the word to their to their children as well. But and they they need to teach the children how to trust Him. You know, one of the things in, in Deuteronomy it says. To repeat the history we haven't repeated the history of our wonderful founding fathers to our children they're trying to take that out of the education system in our public schools and we as parents have not taught that hey when when um, my super great-grandfathers were came to this country they were pilgrims Uh, they were Puritans because they were being persecuted in, in England and they came here and God protected them and God brought those big families over here to give them a place where they could freely worship and learn about the lord jesus so um it, it, and it just takes time for all of this to happen and moms have a very uh, these these moms are really being be pressed for time to do all of these things
5: you know i love i love what you say that um it really is the the word of god and uh knowing what he has done and what he has accomplished that is able to ground our children when we're standing on this battlefield of this cultural decline. And, uh, you know, and I love and um, the view of Christian leadership within the state of Texas because we know that Christ calls us to a position of hope. And um, it's hope grounded in truth that it is never too late And one of the um, verses that I love, Evelyn, always brings us back to um, in, in the Old Testament that talks about God saying, hey, it doesn't matter how far away you are, how much the culture has declined, how poor of leadership you have, that at the very minute when you say enough is enough, Mm-hmm. and you turn back to me, and you pray, and you turn away from your wicked ways, and you repent, I will step in, and I will heal your land. I will make things right. I will give you a hope and a future. And so um, I, it just it gives me great hope that there are women like you who um, do stand hand-in-hand hand with the Lord and moving forward and taking a stand um, to preserve our ideals and to stand against some of these, um, to stand against the cultural decline and to educate the rest of us and help us understand how we can also influence the culture that we're in today.
4: You know, Anne, one of the things that, and you've mentioned is, we've got to know what God has to say. got to know his word. We've got to learn to trust him. But we also have got to pick up our courage, get out of the prayer closets, get on active duty, and do what you're doing and what concerned women of America are doing. Because we need to be informed about the issues of our day and pray about them. And the scriptures tell us that we are to pray without ceasing. that. Paul taught that in Thessalonians. And to give all things to God in prayer. How important is prayer to concerned women for America?
6: Well, let me just tell you that Mrs. LaHaye founded this on the basis of prayer. That was her number one goal, and for years and years and years, we've called our chapters prayer action chapters. That's what we've called them: prayer action chapters. I tell everybody that uh, our chapters are um, our CWA chapters are EPA chapters. That's not uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, <laughs> but it is educate, pray, act that's what we do mm. when they go to a chapter meeting our our leaders educate the people about the issues they pray about what does God say about this what does he want us to do and then they say okay now let's put on our boots let's go into war and let's battle for that so it's educate pray and that's what CWA is all about
4: mm. well I know that um there are a lot of troubling issues out there, uh, and we we need to take another break. And um, when we come back, we want l- to look at some of those that that you have given us uh, a really um, portrait of in, in the book, Pray and Praising Cross Texas. When we look at the different beliefs of those who go to the, to the ballot boxes and pray, uh, and pray, I mean, hopefully pray before they they vote but let's let's take our break uh mike and when we come back let's talk about some of those right after this with love talk
0: day after day we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good isn't it time for some good news if your answers are yes then you need the good news journal The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. the Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, two four nine sixty five thirty five 6535 or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
3: George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk.
7: Smith, 512-848-0659, or 512-258-0093, or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
0: You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Underbrock, here at The Bridge, 1120 a.m., today's Christian Talk.
5: And welcome back. This is Kathy Enderbrock on Love Talk, we're so glad to have you with us today. And we are talking with Ann Hettinger, Director of Concerned Women for America. And, um, Ann, it's so great to have you with us. You had talked about... You've told us a little bit about how amendments impact culture. We've talked about the declining culture. We've talked about the law of the land. And now I know there, you have a heart for women and, and what their needs are, what their struggles are. And I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the things you specifically address in the book, praying and praising across Texas. matter of fact, I, I'm turning right to it, starting on page 127. And you outline um, the different perspectives that policymakers have on these, these issues that we're, we are facing today. Can you highlight some of those? I know you start right out with life, and you go through um, about ten different areas.
6: Right. Well, may I, may I preface this by saying, uh, Colossians 2, 8-10 says this, See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. For in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, and in him you've been made complete, and he is the head over all rule and authority. I just think that we need to remember that we have to go to God to help be the one to uh, untangle some of this talk. So I wanted to preface what I said with that because what is in the book is are excerpts now i'm not i'm pretty illiterate about computers but i have learned to cut and paste (laughs) and so what i did is i went in, i found the democratic platform online i found the republican platform online and i determined to read them so i printed them off they're about 60 70 pages each one i printed them off and i read them and as i read them i underscored things that i I thought stood out to me so then i went back through and I, i picked out some topics that I thought were, um, were I guess we would call social issues, which the lawmakers really grit their teeth when they have to deal with a, quote, quote, social issue. And yet these social issues are the ones that deal with the life of the people. And so beginning with life, the Democrat platform, uh, and, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I, I just wanted to highlight the fact that it says it recognizes the product, of a joined egg and sperm has no independent status, standing, entitlement, or rights that would usurp or su- supersede in any way the right standing uh, decision of the mother or the woman paramount. So that's what the Democrats say about it. The Republican platform says all innocent human life must be respected and safeguarded from fertilization to natural death. So you can see that there's a diametrically opposed... Situation there. So, when you're talking about not being taken captive through what you're hearing on the radio, what you're seeing in demonstrations, what your friends are telling you about, what your business associates are saying, what you you need to not be taken captive. You need to go to the to the two platforms. You need to read them, and then you need, with the Word of God, you need to decide what God wants, the position that God wants you to take. You know, uh, uh, in Luke one fifteen, when they're talking about the birth of John the Baptist, he, it says, "And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit while yet in his mother's womb." Oh, and well. then the promises that it gives about John the Baptist. So we see God's word values human life, even it's not just the join egg and sperm. But God, even then, at that point in time, has a has a plan. For that little life that's right there, one of my uh, little great-grandchildren is still in the womb. Is he any less a human being because he's in the womb? Not at all. Does he look different from us? Yeah. I look different than when I did. When I was eighteen, I'd really like to look like. You know, and this is one of, when the, I was 18.
5: one of the things that I love. When you are drawing out your distinctions, you were saying, "Hey, this is this is not what I'm saying. These parties are saying this is what they themselves saying." You actually give these specific links where we can go and say these words for ourselves in their own exactly. words, so that we can. And many can,
6: more. Uh, also, there are many more things in there that they say besides what's here. This is just a tiny little part of it.
4: Yes. What about family and we know that in Houston we have had a a real wake-up call with Dave Welch and some of our friends down there with the um, situation with the mayor and the lawsuit and and, you know the last few weeks I think they've been in in trial I don't know that they've uh, I've not heard anything this week necessarily what What is it that we need to be aware of in regard to how these two different perspectives of law and living determines how we rear our children?
6: Well, the Democrat platform is, is, and Ellen, you need to know that when they write platforms, they write them so that they are, uh, that the verbs and the 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 grammar they use is going to appeal to the vast, they try to make it appeal to the vast majority of people. So you can't always just take what they say in the platform and say, okay, that's what they believe. Because they're going to spin it so that the vast majority of people will say, oh, yes, I believe that. For example, the, the Democrat platform says Democrats support initiatives to ensure the security of our family. That's a really good word. We believe government should make appropriate supports are in place and accessible to families in need. Well, yeah, why, what about that? And add, we support a children's bill of rights. Well, let's go look and see what a children's bill of rights. Oh, that's so that children can separate themselves from what? Their parents god's advocates for those children this children's bill of rights says children if they want to can separate themselves from that so you have to be you have to go back and you have to get some of the uh, background on some of that what we saw happening in houston with the marriage issue was that we have a a mayor in houston who is gay openly gay and so she brought into being uh an ordinance or, or purported to bring into uh being this ordinance that says that um, bathrooms, all bathrooms in Houston, are, are genderless. <laughs> so that means that you can take your little girl into a bathroom, but if there is a man in there using that bathroom, you can't tell him to get out because today he feels like he's a woman. and it, that's, that's all it is. It's gender identity confusion. And if you object, then you're in wrong. Well, the pastors in the churches said, wait a minute. God has made each one different, each each gender different, and we in, in this culture have chosen to separate them. Um, and so when the pastor spoke out against it, then she brings uh, a lawsuit and asks the subpoena, or a lawsuit was brought, and she asked to subpoena the pastor's sermon. So it got over into the area of religious liberty, so we see that happening all other, trying to tear down what God has said about gender identity. God is very specific. When he creates a woman, he creates her for a purpose. When he creates a man, he creates him, him with purposes. And God is not confused about which gender he has uh, created for these people.
4: Mm. Well, one of the other things uh, that that you write about, uh, About and the differences is in the religious area. And you know, we have really been under a great attack here in the Austin area, as well as you know, our friends in Houston have been. And um, one of the reasons that we, uh, the leaders who wrote Praying and Praising Across Texas, came to the mindset that we needed to get this written out, and why, why this was included as part of the book is that people do not understand that and this real perspective to do this came about and on August the 2nd of this of this last year when we had planned a praying and praise across Texas rally uh, it started out uh, the governor uh, and well, And some of us were in discussion about doing another response, doing it in Austin. We set a date, and then that date didn't work out because a number of things happened. The borders failed. There was some trouble with um, or some concern about uh, security. And then the liability of August the 10th on the Capitol steps. And so we changed that to an initiative where people all across Texas would go to their public places and prayer walk. Eight days prior to that event, I got a call from the preservation board, and they told me that there was going to be a protest that day. And we discussed it, and he explained to me it would be a Palestinian protest, that they were very peaceful. So we began really to pray about how we would have, you know, um, be able to uh, provide security for that and a couple of other things. And so what we did is we set up uh, tables and chairs out under the Sam Houston tree, some of the other trees on the Capitol ground, without any public address system or anything, and we just engaged people as they came to take the prayer guide and walk prayer walk the Capitol, go to the mansion or go downtown. Uh, I went up to the House of Representatives to speak to the Patriots Academy, which is a Don uh, Barton and green thing where they bring in high school students and college students to the capital to form a government and practice you know what really government is and when I came out I had a judge with me and we walked down the steps Uh, they had begun to set up on the steps with their sound system and they brought in almost I think someone counted 12 buses and when they got off the buses they had a sign that said kill the infidels and they set their sound system up and that's what they shouted so everyone except some of the pastors some of the directors stayed from national day of prayer and we prayed and in that course of time we got a picture of what you're talking about in regard to what families are going to be encountering in the years to come here in texas if we do not get on active duty stop hiding out in the fire closet and get on active duty let's talk a little bit about the necessity to do that
6: well uh first of all become informed that that's the main thing evelyn you're right on target everything you say is absolutely correct we are sitting here we're going about our soccer games and our uh bridge clubs or whatever else occupies people nowadays and we are ignoring the enemy that is more than at our gate. It's knocking it's it's opening that gate right now. <clears throat> and we're going to be uh quickly taken under if we do not react. And so the first thing they need to do is become informed. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they need to watch the news. I know it's awful and I know it's it's biased many times, but you need to know what the world is saying is going on. You need to read the scriptures you need to know what they are going. You need to get into a, a Bible-based church. I, I'm, a, I'm a member of First Baptist Church Dallas, and I tell you, I love my Pastor Robert Jeffers. He's fearless. He speaks the he Word is. of God, no matter what the culture says is right or wrong about it. He speaks the Word of God, and we're taught there. You need to get into a Bible-based church and learn learn there then you need to get together in groups and Concerned women for america is a wonderful organization to get to i'm also a part of center for preservation of american ideals we meet once a month and uh, we talk about these issues and what we can do about them and uh, we need to get into a group that can give you a little bit of of confidence um, uh, Ellen, you know this, you know, out under that tree, you needed people with you. When you're there approached, you need somebody walking alongside you. And so I would say get into a group and uh, band together and, and uh, approach. Now, not everybody is going to be approaching all of the issues find the issues that you want to know about that affect you personally and um, and address them just last week in Austin I had a young woman come in and talk to me about abstinence she has children in school and she wants to be sure that these children are uh, are taught correctly about sex education and she wants abstinence to be a part of that get into a group that reflects your concerns and, uh, and then do something about it. You don't have to do something about everything, but you can do something about one thing and make your voice heard on that one level.
4: Thank you, uh, And That is so true. And, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, I'm getting pretty old. There, if when the Lord has a passion, I mean, when you have a passion for God's Word and to be, have helping hands... And do those things that Jesus Christ himself would do if he were walking in the physical with us every day. Uh, It is so important, the work you do, and we certainly want to thank you for that. Um, We do want our audience to know how to get in touch with you. We're going to go out a little early today for our break. Um, Tell us how they can get in touch with you or in touch with some of the people in the Austin area or the San Antonio or Waco area and really get involved in doing these things you've talked about, becoming informed, knowing how to act and act right or act well, and then know what well, God has to say about these issues.
6: Well, I tell you, they could. the best way to get in touch with me or, or any of CWA chapters or anything is just to go online. You can go online by going concernedwomen.org and then click on Texas, and that will send you right over to me. If you want to send me, A direct email, you can certainly do that, director at Texas, that's spelled out, Uh T-E-X-A-S, dot C-W-F-A, Concerned Women for America, C-W-F-A dot org. Let me say again, director at Texas dot C-W-F-A dot org. So give me a, a um, give me a give me a word on email, and I will try to put you in touch with what we're doing. Uh, we'll get you on an e-, an e alert list that tells you, like a, an e alert just went out today on the uh, issue of Target and what they're they're putting on their store shelves. So that's the best way to do it. You know, uh, Ellen, I'm I'm going to be 77 this year, and uh, you know, I've been married 50 not as long as you, almost 57 years, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I don't think there that anybody has an excuse. Yeah. I, I'm just not cutting anybody any slack. Yeah. I you think you're need right. to get involved. You need to get involved for you if you're young if, and have young children. You need to get involved if you're old because you have children or people coming after you that you need to help them preserve our culture the way God intended for it to be preserved.
4: Well, Ann, um, I know that you've got a major event coming up in Austin uh, with um, uh, Concerned Women for America and the legislative thing. Give us the information of how uh, people can uh, participate in that.
6: Oh, thank you. Thank you for, for talking about that. Yes. Uh, and this is the way you do that. It. It's called Texas Faith and Family Day at the Capitol, and it's going to be Tuesday. February the 24th, and uh, uh, Kathy Adams with Texas Ego Forum, Carol Everett with the Women's Wellness, Dave Welch with Texas Pastors Council, uh, Jim Graham with Texas Rights Life, Life, uh, Jonathan Sines with uh, Texas Values. All of us are going together uh, promoting this, bringing our people in, and we want everyone who loves the Lord Jesus to come down and stand with us. And we're going to be talking about the the gender issues. We're going to be talking about religious liberty issues. We're going to be talking about education issues. We're going to be talking about so many of these issues, health care issues, oh. The funding Planned Parenthood. We're going to be talking about all of these issues, and we want you to come and stand with us. The briefing session begins at 8.30, and I just got word this very morning that the the governor is going to greet us at that briefing session at 8.30 in the Capitol Auditorium. And then at... 12 o'clock, we'll be on the uh, rallying on the steps, and Lieutenant Governor uh, Dan Patrick will be there among all the bill authors. These bills that we're trying to push, the bill authors will be there representing their bills out there at the rally time. And there's a, an opportunity for you to go and visit with your uh, legislators, your senators, and your representatives. On Monday night, February the 23rd, at Holiday Inn, uh, there on Town Lake, CWA has its, its biannual uh, dinner with the legislators, and we have invited 40 legislators to come to dinner, and we give them one minute at the mic that they can talk to us. And we also Wait have our, a <laughs> our little award that we're going to be getting. Yeah. And so uh, we just ask you to come. Here's what you do, TexasFaithAndFamily.com. Go on that line, TexasFaithAndFamily.com. And well, go in we'll there yeah, and we'll be sign up for it. The briefing session is free. The dinner is sixty dollars.
4: Well, we'll be we'll be talking about that in the next week or two. But thank you so much, Ann, for joining us today. And uh, we're just going to be praying for you and just help us spread the word about praying and praising across Texas because what you put in this book is what women and men need to see, Absolutely. hear, and activate. So thank you so much, and we'll uh, we'll see you on. We'll see you at the Capitol right after this.
6: Thank you. Thank you so much for what you do. I really appreciate you all, what you do every single day and and getting the word out for us. We really appreciate that.
4: Well, God bless you, Ann.
5: All right. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll be right back after this.
0: Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
8: Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclew is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. Come see us.
3: Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think Marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit ThinkMarketingTexas.com to learn more. That's ThinkMarketingTexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website, that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com
0: You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 AM, today's Christian Talk.
5: And welcome back. This is Kathy Indebrock uh, talking today with Ann Hettinger. And we just said goodbye to Ann. So I just have notes all over my pages, Evelyn. We are talking about God's passion, connection, and choosing godly leaders. And um, Ann is with Concerned Women for America. One of the things that she really encouraged us to do is to be informed, to become informed that we needed to watch the news, even that to some of us that sounds pretty detestable, but to watch the news, read the scriptures, get involved with a Bible-based church and get together in groups to discuss what is going on. And I love that in this book, praying and praising across Texas, she so clearly outlined the the agendas, the platforms of uh, the conservatives versus the liberals and uh, walked us through some of that. I love that. And I'm thinking, how much would I enjoy getting together with a group of ladies and, you know, have the little kiddos in the in the other room kind of playing around and instead of talking about uh, what Johnny did or what Sheila said to Bob, actually talking <laughs> about something that is impactful and making a difference. I love that.
4: Well, it has been a good day with Anne, and we want to say again that uh, we'll be telling you about the Faith and uh, Family Day, and we'll be involved in that, Kathy. You and I are going to be doing some things, and uh, it is going to be exciting. We will go to the dinner the night before uh, with all the legislators, and uh, we just would say to you, if you're interested in doing that, just go online to Faith and Family and um, and and register. It uh, it'll be a great evening. And and then come the next day to the Capitol. But you know, before that, Kathy, we've got some really exciting things going on. And we um, we do want to tell you how you can get a copy of the book today and to tell you also if you do not know the love of the Lord Jesus the way we're talking about him today and how he can give you the guidance and the power and the strength to serve him for days like this we would like for you to give us a call on the love line that is that's
5: right and God is always waiting to hear from us. He is a God of relationship. He is a personal God. And one of the things that people do not understand is that God always gives us a principle to follow, a promise to act. And today this is the principle that we would like you to follow. Relationship, becoming informed, um, living the calling that the Lord has called you to, and to go out there and act. Act first. Get get to know the lord we talk about the abcs admit that you do not know him or that you need to draw into closer con uh, um, closer relationship with him uh believe in christ that he sent his son to die on the cross for you that you might know him and know eternal life and then confess in all those ways that you do need him in your life and draw close to that relationship. It has been a fantastic time today. It has been
4: a good time, Kathy, and thank you so much for joining us today. You can can call us again on the love line, 512-249-6535. And in the meantime, we just pray that you'll have a great day as you seek God's love and give it away.